Hey, welcome everybody to this free podcasting 101 webinar hosted here uh, in the Mid-Atlantic Podcast Conference Group. I'm your host today, tonight. Uh, it's well. It's it's the sun's coming back out here. It's, it was crazy. I thought I thought I was gonna run in some trouble with some uh, rain and shout like power going out and stuff. Knock on wood. That ain't gonna happen tonight. Uh, but what is gonna happen tonight is I'm gonna run through. Uh, I believe it's like seven key pieces to what I identify as being a podcasting 101 course. Uh, I just want to make sure everyone can hear me. So could you write something in the video chat? Uh, let me know that you can definitely hear me and I'm not just speaking to nothing. I see that we have a few people on right now. I got to put my glasses back on because I cannot see without them uh, or I can see just I can't read. Uh, so I won't be able to read your comments here. Uh, so if you can hear me, if you could just drop a comment in loud and clear. Awesome. That's from Facebook user. I've never seen that before, but um, there's there's Facebook user. Hey, Stacy, uh, we got to, we definitely got to catch up soon, Stacy. Thank you very much, Yvette. Uh, and I can hear you loud and clear. Wow. Everybody's saying loud and clear. That's awesome. Uh, all right. So tonight... Let's talk about podcasting 101. So I, you know, real quick, I've been podcasting for five years. I've been running the Middle Atlantic Podcast Conference uh, since, well, it'll be five years this upcoming year, something like that. Six years, this upcoming year. Um, and this is our fifth anniversary event in September. But I'll get to that later. I just wanted to let everybody uh, know that like, hey, I've been doing this for a while. Uh, I have a bunch of thoughts and feelings and, and hoping that, uh, you know, I can help, you know, help somebody else get their, their podcasting start like somebody named Al Kessel. Shout out to Al Kessel. Uh, was kind enough to help me. Uh, and thank you. Yeah, this this is not my studio. My studio is upstairs, but uh, my daughter, she is uh, three and a half, and she very much comes into my office if I'm in there before she falls asleep. And I didn't... I Actually, I don't know if she's asleep at the moment, but uh, so I couldn't can't do it from there. So I, I've moved. I was out in, in my garage studio for a while, but like, so this is the, the theater area i'm trying to like move the camera it's all like tight and stuff but um but yeah so th there's definitely a lot of toys and things to be had here in the uh in the theater room but it's a great it's great you know the, hey this is real life and this is how how it happens here um so let's get down to podcasting 101 uh so i'm gonna call out questions uh thoughts and and comments and then uh, if you can put them in the chat, that would help me. Uh, I can give you, you know, feedback and we could talk about things back and forth. Um, cause I, I have some, I have some thoughts about, uh, what these answers that you're going to give to these questions. So if you're thinking about starting a podcast, the first thing that I would be thinking about is what the heck do you want to talk about? What is so important to you that you would want to talk about it? 24 seven you don't want to talk about anything else or maybe you do want to talk about something else but what what's the thing that you want to talk about what's the what's the like before we even get to like the message and who you want to talk to what's the thing could you write in the comments what what your thing is and i'll, I'll talk a little bit when i was getting started 
Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, people that were doing really incredible things like dreaming. Uh, so I, I started up the Dreamers podcast. I uh, was on a plane to Disney World and my friend uh, Martin was like, hey, you know, you should listen to the show about entrepreneurs and they interview entrepreneurs. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. Like, I know tons of people in business, uh, but I know a lot more people that are living their dreams. I was like, okay, boom, we're going to, we're going to do that. So, uh, the plane landed. I already had a list of like 50 people that I wanted to have on the show. Uh, and I, before we even got to the, the rental car, when we landed, I read, I got the uh, domain name dreamerspodcast.com. I got the Facebook page and the Twitter handle dreamers podcast. And two weeks later, I was off and running, interviewing people that were doing really cool things and, and working towards inspiring other people. So that was the thing I really wanted to talk about because a lot of people told me, hey, you should have a show about Disney. You love Disney. You go to Disney all the time. We were on our way to Disney on that, you know, on that, that fateful uh, plane, but uh, it was not to be for me. I needed to. Uh, I needed something that I wouldn't get bored of. So for me, it was interviewing other people that would help inspire me because I was in a really difficult time in my life. I just left my family's business and I didn't really know what I wanted to do and all that stuff. So I was trying to figure out what I wanted. So it's really important that you think about what you want to talk about with your platform uh, or, or not even with your platform, like what you would want to talk about any day of the week all the time. Uh, so some of the answers I got here is my thing equals education. It's this Facebook user. I don't know why it's coming through as Facebook user. So Facebook user, uh, education. So what is there anything specific about education that you wanted to talk about? Uh, the, then Raph, what's up, man? Congratulations. Shout out to Raph for launching served. Uh, he just launched his podcast the other day. Very proud of this guy. Took over two years and, uh, he'll be at MapCon, uh, as well. Uh, let's see, uh, Yvette, uh, storytelling gets me excited. Yes, it's definitely my thing. So storytelling. So what kind of storytelling? What, uh, are you talking about like fictional storytelling or telling stories that about people's from people's past or, or like what kind of storytelling are we talking about? Uh, yeah, me too. Just two years later, LOL next show. I'll be high speed like you. I'm guessing it says Facebook. I'm assuming that's rap. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> let's see, Stacy, my show. I've spent many years speaking with various, uh, the various trades and people associated with building renovations and new construction. I've talked with everyone from architects and con uh, contractors to fabric manufacturers and furniture makers. My show is where we talk about all things interior design uh, with those same people. I'll ask the questions you want to know about such as how does the furniture maker it cuts off itself. So I'm, I'm guessing that's a select furniture maker selecting uh, something to that effect. Uh, if you want to fill in the rest of your answer there, Stacey, it'd be great. Uh, do, do, do. my thing is traditional coaching versus innovative coaching and in hockey. Uh, so that is, well, so, so I know that this is a different person than this face. I don't know why this is coming through like this. This is terrible. Um, so, so traditional coaching versus innovative coaching in hockey. I, uh, 
I think that I, you know, I think that's awesome. I think that there's a ton of hockey coaches out there. Um, as hockey is, you know, both big in uh, high school and in, in college, you know, collegiate and, uh, and then in the minor leagues as well. So I think that is, is a really interesting topic that you, uh, should definitely look into diving more into. Uh, so that Steve Green, I, Steve Green's the education one, I believe. Education is my business, my career. So I feel like I have many things to talk about. So, um, so one of the things that you want to do is try to niche down a little bit into like a, a sub, like a topic and then like maybe a, a, a subtopic. If you, if you go too broadly, it might not speak to every person that that might that might apply to unless it's very very narrow so like education sounds great if it's to teachers and it's specifically geared towards teachers um or maybe it's uh you know a specific topic of in teachers like um like a um not topic uh like like a specific like uh i can't even think of it <laughs> the, the um like a specific um like type of course like history like here's the you know this is the education podcast about history and we talk to history teachers or something to that effect uh let's see it's all about giving parents and students actions they can take to improve their educational experience cool so yeah so i i mean that uh that does sound like two different sets of people uh that you are trying to to uh, talk to there both the the parents and the students um so I think that's a good good place to get into the next question or the next question I have. Uh, so uh, you've had real life stories that have humor and provide food for thought, and oh yeah, stories that bring the funny. Gotta have the funny. You absolutely do have to have the funny. The funny is, uh, you know, people like to discount it, right? Like when when it comes to like reward shows and stuff. But the but the fact of the matter is is that if things aren't funny, people aren't really usually paying attention. Uh, let's see. The total answer is there. Uh, yeah, I, sorry, Stacey. I, there's, I guess there's only so many characters that, that translate over into, uh, StreamYard. Uh, something they, they probably should look at fixing. Uh, it says Facebook user because you are using StreamYard, StreamYard. Uh, so it doesn't know who the user is. Okay. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to jump into the Facebook, uh, group here. And let's see. Can I? Okay, this would. Wow. Okay, so this this actually might help a lot. But now I'm. Hmm. I want to enlarge it. I don't want the sound. Okay. All right. So trying to get through the questions here. Of course, if I, if I don't use StreamYard, then I can't put them up on for people to see them. Vinny Maltz is hockey. Uh, let's see. Hi, Joe. I just started mine within the last few days, updating from a blog. Uh, this is a, I'm a voice actor, so kind of fit. Uh, I highlight the cool things people are doing in marketing, advertising and tech areas with my own geeky take on it. Uh, education, middle school, high school age, all of it. Yeah, well, that's a good, uh, for the education one, that's a great spot to have. Um, since I'm in New York, I'm thinking about subway survival skill stories. Uh, it's a whole different world than there. It is. I've been down there a couple of times. It's, uh, it's not one of my favorite places. I'm glad I don't have to experience it all the time. Uh, just people saying they love it and thank you. So, all right. So now I want to ask, 
who who is the avatar right so we we talked a little we touched a little bit on that with the last question which is who you know what do you want to talk about now who who is the person you're trying to speak to i know uh with steve green he was talking about uh you know middle school the high schoolers uh the parents and uh students uh that was that was weird i don't know who said that out jody um yeah so who who is who is your avatar like who are you thinking about talking to so that you can construct your message to fit like because you're not unless you're trying to like your avatar is yourself so in my case it you know who i thought i was going to be talking to with the dreamers podcast uh is is not who who wound up being the audience of the show because sometimes you you think that like you're you're doing a show that could be like oh it could be you know for kids it could be for uh adults it could be for people like me it could be people for um all these different people and and what it ends up being is is that like one specific type of people that you were sharing it to resonated a lot more than others in my case it was uh mostly middle-aged women who it wasn't who I intended for it to be before uh, out of the gate, but that's who uh, largely uh, was listening to the show initially. And eventually that, that changed over time as my audience continued to grow. And as uh, the show became more business focused and as uh, now it's, it's, it's kind of a mixture of a lot of different people, people that have big businesses to people that have small businesses that are just starting businesses and uh, people who are just entrepreneurs that are doing lots of different projects and things of that nature. Um, so who, who are some of the avatars that you, you're all trying to, to talk to with your, with your podcast idea? Uh, let's see. Uh, so Jody says, I'm thinking I'm talking to folks who are geeky about media and marketing the way I am. I guess I'll see who it resonates with after it's been a while going for a while, as you say. Yeah. And one of the things you can do, uh, to find out after you've been going a while is, you know, ask, you could always send out an email. Uh, hopefully you're all like building an email list as you go along, but uh, especially because like MailChimp is free to do, to do so for up to 2000 emails. So hopefully you're doing that and you could, you know, literally just send out a, a questionnaire and like, Hey, what kind of stuff do you want to hear more about? Uh, and, and as part of that, who, who are you? What's the demographics? Now, Facebook can also help with that. If you have a Facebook page, you can find out some of the demographics of who's, uh, you know, resonating with the messages that you're sending out there. So I think it's really important that you you think about who the avatar, the person that you're trying to reach is, because if your message was for the the student, like in in uh, Steve Skirt's case, it's like the students and the uh, and the parents of the students, but it turns out that it's resonating more with the teachers. Like that's not that that's not going to help you with who you're trying to reach. Um. So so yeah that that is definitely what you you want to be thinking about uh and and thank you thank you jody as well as uh with yvette with your story about the uh with you know the subway stories like is it for new yorkers the people who live it or is for the people who don't live it uh let's see yvette i would like to reach folks looking to escape for five minutes or so into a soft place to land uh, you know, some mind candy for a bit, then back to the fun of adulting. Oh, it is fun, as I have learned over the last few years. Um, 
let's see, Steve. Parents with children is 10 to 18. I know that's broad, but it's my ideal client. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's fine. As long as you're hitting the, uh, you know, as long as, as long as you feel that you're hitting the, the topics that are really affecting those people so that they res, it resonates with them. Um, I don't, you know, I don't subscribe to the idea that you have to make every single episode to be hyper targeted, but I will say that if you want this to be part of your marketing plan for a business, you know, it really, you need to put more, a little more thought to try to, gauge it um because a 10 year old is very vastly different from even a 15 year old to an 18 year old uh so it's it's just one of those things that you might want you might find that like you might have more luck getting the 10 year old the 12 year old client you know client well not them as the clients but the parents of them this clients then say uh 17 or 18 or maybe the other way because if they're trying to get off the college and need uh that that extra help there uh, let's see. Super Joe's heads up. Something is wonky with Facebook Live. All the comments fade in and out, and I've been kicked off. Oh, that is not good. Who who said that? Oh, Raf said that. That is really weird. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's, I don't know what's going on. I wish Ross Brand would get in here. Let me, let me tag Ross, uh, Brand if he's available. Um, it would probably be quite helpful. So let's see, uh, Stacey, I'm talking to folks who want to understand about the materials they are going to select for their remodel educate, uh, for their remodel, yeah, for their remodel period educational. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a great opportunity for you to have, to try to attract those people that want to be a part of, you know, using your services over somebody else's services and helping build authority, uh, of, of being that person that they go to. I think that the important, um, thing to, to watch there, Stacy, is that is if you're, um, if you're trying to sell services and, and I learned this through the hard way myself, if you're trying to sell services through your podcast, uh, and you're ha- having lots of guests on, make sure you're picking the right guests so that you're not just interviewing other um, people who are in your same space. Not that it's about competition, but that they're telling their, they're there to tell their story and to build their authority instead of you building your authority. So find people that you could interview that could help you build your authority uh, with your potential clients rather than like just having other, you know, people on. I mean, every once in a while, it's great to have a friend that's also like an interior designer and they have this, you know, these stories. Um, but just make sure that the, that's really clear, like that you're, you're spending your time building your show and your audience for you to get clients, not for other people to build their authority to get clients. Um, Let's see. One more thing. Uh, since my stories are five minutes max, it is perfect for the morning drive, coffee brew time, or the walk around the block to stretch your office or remote legs. I love that. Uh, no interior designers, only vendor partners. That's, that's awesome to hear. And I think I, but I think the message still stays the same with every, you know, anybody else who's trying to build that message of like, Hey, I'm, I'm the authority here. And, uh, you know, you want people that compliment you, not necessarily, uh, or maybe competing, but that's, again, it's not about the competition so much as it's about the time that you're using to, uh, broadcast your, your authority. 
Uh, I interviewed a glassblower and then the CEO of a national carpet company. That's that's pretty awesome. That's awesome. I think that's a great compliment there. Uh, agreed that mine are no longer than three minutes so far. Um, I think that brings up a great question about how long your podcast should be. And uh, while there is an ideal uh, time for your listener, you will have to find out what that is. And uh, if you identify a couple of great people who really love listening to your show, uh, they will tell you, I wish your show was like 10 minutes longer because my drive is 10 minutes longer. Or if, you know, if it's too long or too many episodes, they will also tell you and give you that feedback. So, um, you know, identify some some key people in your avatar, you know, of your avatar that you can like look at and lean into and say, hey, look, this is what I'm thinking. What do you what do you think? Should I go to three days a week or is that too many episodes? You, you just never know who, with what you're trying to hit. Um, so the question about equipment to be using. Oh, and thank you, Facebook user uh, Jody. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ross hasn't jumped in here just yet. I wish, I wish he would. Um, but he has not. So what equipment, uh, are you going to use? Uh, well, I'm, I'm curious anybody who's already podcasting, uh, write in what, what equipment that you are using microphone, mixer, uh, recorder, uh, you know, phone, um, so from my, my standpoint, uh, you know, I, I used to try to get on the whole, like, gotta have the best and you gotta, you know, have all this awesome stuff. I mean, as you can see, I'm using an ATR 2100 microphone, uh, from Audio Technica right now, plugged in USB into my laptop. Uh, is it the best? No, no, but it works. It's got pretty good noise isolation, uh, from the rest of the house, which I mean, with two kids running around, it's, you know, it, it gets kind of loud. Um, you know, I, I have a sure SM or S, yeah, yeah, SM7B, uh, microphone upstairs with a mixer and all that stuff. It's great, but it's, it, you know, it, 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 the reason I even have it was because I, I got kids. And when I got kids, I was like, I need a microphone that's not a Blue Yeti. I would not recommend a Blue Yeti to anyone unless you have like a super quiet space. But even then, there's like, in my experience, at least in the last like five years ago, uh, there was hiss in the background. Uh, so I, I was not a big fan of that. Uh, let's see. Facebook user who is Raf. He uses a uh, Rode Pro, uh, Podcaster Pro. Love it. Uh, I don't blame you. I've heard great things about all of the Rode products uh, from their USB microphone to uh, their that new is. I don't know. I guess that's the board, uh, the Pro uh, Podcaster Pro, I assume. Um, that's it looks awesome. It, sound, it sounds awesome from what I've heard. Uh, me personally, I, I just I don't know. I'm just not going to probably pick one up because I. I'm just not getting that level of of complexity uh, anymore in my in my recordings. Um, though, I mean, with that said, the the Podcaster Pro is a lot more simplistic than if you had uh, like the all the equipment like that that re- replaces. From what I've been reading from other people, it, it's inc- it's crazy. It re- like the compressor's gone. Like all these all these pieces of equipment. Uh, Stacy says I sound great on this mic. I I 
appreciate that. I think I, I think I sound pretty good on here. It's not like I've done recordings with it and then like, eh, you know, but for things like this, it works just, it works great. It sounds better than my, uh, C920 webcam mic or, or even like a built in mic. So it's a, it's a great upgrade from that and it doesn't cost a ton of money. You know, I, I think that's a, a, you know, important thing here is to not worry about how much you're spending. Uh, you know, there's lots of great options. Like, like I said, this is like a $60 mic. You plug it in USB, like, bam, you're gone. You're go, you're off. You're off to the races and you're recording. Um, you know, I, I also have a sure, uh, mic that it's the MV88 that plugs in lightning port to my iPhone. Um, I use that once in a while on the, instead of having like a dedicated recorder, you just pop that on there and bam, I got like a very versatile mic set up for, I think it was like a hundred bucks or something like that. Not a ton of money. Uh, and actually a lot of my podcasts now are recorded with a road mic, um, video micro, uh, and recorded with a, with a, um, DSLR, uh, mirrorless camera. So yeah, so it, you don't ha- you don't have to have the ten thousand dollar mic set up. Let's see, Yvette says I record from my laptop with the Blue Yeti mic uh, that I received as a gift. It was free, so heck yeah, I agree. If you got it for free, it's awesome. Just make sure you turn it down as much as you can to get as little sound in the background as possible. Uh, I'm starting out, so I'm jumping in and figuring out as I go. I- absolutely, I started out with a Blue Yeti mic as well, um, and I. Um, use that for, I don't know, uh, quite a few, probably about two years leading up to needing to something else that I wasn't going to have my daughter, you know, crying in the background, uh, somewhere else in the house. I'm using a Sennheiser 416, but that, uh, but it's not a USB. Part of my pro setup makes it a little easier to go to the podcast route. Uh, what I do love about the 416 though is that it's very directional. So it's great for, so yeah, I, uh, I'm assuming that is Jody. Yep. That was Jody saying that I, you know, there's some, there's some really great mics out there. And I think you also have to find the mic that makes you, you sound good. Uh, but when you're getting started, you know, sometimes less is more. Uh, let's see. I'm taking it to MapCon so you can all mess with it and check it out. I'm looking forward to that, Raph. Yeah, I definitely would love to to just like have one and play around with it. Uh, I have a Blue Yeti Pro. Uh, record either direct on the mic or the or direct on the Mac or on the Zoom. Uh, but for all of us non-techie people, what's the best, least expensive? Still use the Snowball. No, uh, Snowball's okay. I I wouldn't personally recommend it. I would recommend this over the over that um, because it has an XLR port. So if you do upgrade later on, you can do that. My, the, you know, if you really want to just get started, like you have a phone and you have a recording app so you can record right on your phone. Will it sound the greatest? No, but if you're literally just getting started and you want to see how, how your, your voice sounds and how you comfortable you are getting, you know, the only way you're going to get more comfortable on the mic or the camera or the live stream or the standing in front of lots and lots and lots of people is just doing it and, and doing it over and over and over and over again. Uh, you know, if you have access to like a $30 snowball, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I know they go on sale. Sometimes you can get them as cheap as 30 bucks. It's not, it's not terrible. It's not a bad route. Um, you can plug it right into your computer. Uh, you know, but if, if you spend a little bit more money on a mic like this or some of the other USB microphones that, uh, aren't, um, uh, condenser mics, uh, 
then I would say go with that instead. Uh, Alphonic can help take out the hiss. Yeah, so it, it can. Uh, Audacity is what I use. Um, that's actually the next slide coming up is, is talking about software. At least I hope it is. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, yeah, so ne- the next slide is about software. So I think, you know, looking at, uh, let's see, uh, have a snowball was my first real mic. You know, it, it works. It does do the job. It's, uh, it's, it's not my favorite mic, but I, w- you know, one person that uses a snowball, uh, that's been very successful, uh, is the hundred dollar MBA. Uh, shout out to, uh, Omar, uh, Zenhome and, you know, him recording like a daily podcast with a snowball and, and producing it and making tons of money in the process. You know, that I think that's the, um, uh, that's the that's the thing I want to kind of close on though is uh is w- with the equipment side of it is remember this right so like CBS well I live I live outside of Philly right so we love our our Philly sports teams and we have uh t- actually three Philly sports talk radio shows uh, that I know of in in the Philly area so what I you know what I want to impart on all of you is. You know, CBS owns the biggest of them, the 94.1 here in Philly. And they rely, you know, $30 billion company relying on people to pick up a cell phone and call into a radio station and talk on the air. And that cell phone usually does not sound very well, at least not as well as they do in the studio or on site. So I I think, um, you know, I I think you got to give it some real thought about like, you know, the equipment isn't what matters. I always say if you can get your audio quality to about 70, 80% where it sounds pretty darn good, the content will carry it the rest of the way. Your audience will allow it to carry it the rest of the way. You just got to get started. Um, looking forward to seeing you, Yvette, and the rest of the gang at uh, MapCon. Uh, Stacy likes Audacity. I like Audacity, too. I'll get to that in a second. And, you know, just to get over the fear of talking to myself, your earbuds. Yeah, so the Apple earbuds uh, and probably other earbuds, too. But the Apple earbuds and specifically, great, great option uh, as well. Plugging that in, even better than just talking right into, like, an iPhone. Uh, plug in the earbuds and talking to that mic. I would say uh, get a clip so you can clip it away from yourself. I don't, I don't have a pair here with me, unfortunately. But if you clip it away, because otherwise you start talking and you start going like this and all your like that's all you're going to hear and you definitely don't want that because that's that that just like hurting people's ears and stuff so let's move on to what software can i use i use uh audacity uh in the comments put down what what software you're using i mean obviously there's the adobe one there's uh soundforge there's um there's, I mean, there's GarageBand if you're on a Mac. Uh, personally, I, I use Audacity. I've used it for going back into like the early 2000s. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, it's free. And what I love about Audacity isn't just that it's free, but also that it's, it's the same. Uh, it's free and it works across multiple platforms. So it's the same on my MacBook as it is on my Windows desktop as it, you know, it it and it does do the job is it as pro level as you know uh what's the adobe one premiere uh, not premiere um adobe 
Nah, I can't think of the, the one, but, but the one that Adobe makes, uh, the one I don't use, audition, audition. So yeah, the audition. No, I mean, audition probably does it better. Uh, but audacity is just a simple wave editor that gives you lots of different tools and, and you can play with them and get better at it. And like I said, it's free. It works. Uh, I've had maybe one or two issues over the course of the last five, six years that I've been using it heavily uh, for actually, no, it's probably been longer than that. I mean, cause like I said, I've been using it since the early two thousands and I think there's only been like one or two times I've ever had a real problem. Uh, let me see. Jody uses audition. Yvette is using audacity. Um, so Steve, Steven asks uh, how mandatory are headphones? So I, um, it depends on what you're, what you're trying to accomplish. I mean, if you want to monitor the audio that you're, you're speaking in, like right now I have headphones on, which actually I don't even know why I have headphones. I shouldn't even have headphones. I should take these off because it's actually hot in here. Uh, but you know what? No, actually it sounds weird. I like, I actually like monitoring it. It's because it just sounds better to be able to hear yourself, uh, like, and, and all the pops and things that are going on in the mic. Uh, I would say, yeah, if you, if you have the ability to use headphones to monitor what you're doing, it, it's, it helps. Um, but again, it depends on the budget, depends on what you're, you're, you, you know, what you're using to, to produce. Um, let's see. It's just multi-tracks better. That's all. And it has an auto heal function. That is fantastic. I, I imagine it would. And the auto, the multi-tracking thing. Yeah. That's one thing that with audacity, I'm not the craziest about. Uh, so I, I think that you, you know, using audition would be better for, for, but again, auditions meant for like bands and music and, and more things than just podcasting with like one, two or three tracks, four tracks. Uh, so yeah, uh, feedback stinks, uh, when you don't have headphones or buds, uh, yeah, you, you don't know what's going on. That's one of the, the downsides, like, uh, to like so i use a, a dsl a mirrorless dslr to record like the tv show and my podcast and stuff um i kind of miss my canon add that had a headphone jack because i it didn't use it all the time but when i did i i wanted to make sure that like i knew what the, the audio sounded like and and with my m50s i don't know what it sounds like so i'm kind of it's kind of a crapshoot and it's a little scary but it's kind of the price you pay, I guess. Um, get yourself an older version. I use it with my voiceovers. Uh, yeah. So I don't know that you can, you like, I mean, audition, you're supposed to pay for monthly. Uh, I don't know of a way to get it like as a one-time pay fee option. Um, so let's see next up. Do, what host do I use? Uh, that is a loaded question if I ever heard one. So, um, so, uh, you know, there, I think there's plenty of great hosts out there from Blueberry, Hitler, Lipson, uh, Podbean, Spreaker, uh, the, I'm trying to think. I mean, people, people really like to use Anchor because of the software and at the ease of use that it enables. Uh, for you to like, if you don't really know what you're doing, um, you know, it enables you to like jump in and get started, but you don't apparently own the content or something to that effect that I, I don't really know. Cause I haven't gotten too, too deep into the anchor, uh, the anchor portion of it. 
Uh, see, Steve says audition. I have it, but haven't used it. We'll check it out uh, more tomorrow. And the heel, I guess the heel is similar to like healing a photo in Photoshop. Uh, but this is a, it can be hard to find. She, uh, she's talking about finding an older version like 3.0. Uh, I I guess that's a possibility. Um, I don't know about compatibility. That sounds pretty old. So I don't know about compatibility with like Windows 10 or or a newer version of Mac OS. But uh, but yeah, if you can find it, I guess that would that would work. So when it comes to hosting, um, you know, personally, I host my own files uh, off of my web server, my web web hosting server. Uh, but if I, if I had to pick one, I mean, I personally would probably go with either Lipson or with Blueberry, probably, probably Blueberry. Um, one of the great things that, that Blueberry does is they enable people to have PowerPress. So if you have a WordPress site, you can, uh, you know, you can host your files from any kind of server and, and not have to pay like hosting fees every month. In my case, I, I use DreamHost for my website and I host the files off of there. And I use Blueberry for my stats. They're IAB compliant. Uh, but you know, like I said, it's, it's really, you got to do the research and, uh, to really figure out what you, what you want. Uh, let's see. Raf is using Captivate podcast websites launched, uh, serve radio and Captivate. Yeah. So Captivate is another option. I, I, I kind of forgot about that. Um, shout out to, to Mark Asquith. Um, let's see, look for auto heal, Steven. Uh, you highlight things like a mouth click and you press that button and it goes away. It's truly fantastic. Now, does that go away for across the whole recording or just, just that one? just that one spot because like i mean you could always just mute the clicks and things of that nature but uh that's what i do in uh in uh, audacity so so yeah so host is you know it's one of those things where it's hopefully it's not a limiting factor for you uh obviously hosting files cost money and take you know but having the right host that you feel um you know suits your needs making sure that there's an out you know, uh, David Jackson, uh, you know, huge fan of Dave Jackson, uh, from the school of podcasting. He said, uh, he, he was posting about one of the hosts. I forget which host it was who basically was like, Oh, if you want to take your, your podcast feed and bring it somewhere else, you can't do it. We don't support that. Um, you're, you're basically, you know, up the creek without a paddle. So, you know, those are the types of things that you want to make sure like, Hey, if, what if I have to leave this place and go somewhere else? That's one of the reasons that like, you know, having, uh, having, um, ha- using a, like a platform like WordPress is so great because you can take your WordPress install for your website and take it somewhere else. You, you don't, you're not limited to like, Oh, I have a Squarespace site. Where else can I take my Squarespace site? Oh, I can't. I'm stuck here or my Wix site. Oh, I'm, I can't. I'm stuck here. Uh, unless I just rebuild the site completely from the ground up somewhere else. Uh, Steven says that he's on Apple, Spotify, and a few others. Uh, those aren't hosts. They're like uh, RSS feed aggregators so that like people can find you in those, on those platforms. Uh, but the host that you're, you know, that I'm referring to would be, uh, like I said, Blueberry, Lipson, uh, Podbean, um, uh, the podcast websites with Cap- Captivate. Um, I feel like I'm missing Spreaker. Uh, and, and there's a, a number of other ones out there. 
So just give it some thought about what your, you know, what your goals are and how, how far out are you like, okay, if I have this, am I going to uh, be missing out when I try to move my, my podcast somewhere else? Uh, and I would stay away from SoundCloud personally. Uh, so what will you do to promote it? Uh, oh, there you go. I'm on Lipson so far and I'm liking it, but I also have my own WordPress site. That's awesome. You definitely want to have your own WordPress site. Uh, you want to own as much of the, as much of the chain as you possibly can, um, so that you really own the brand and, and it's, it's not, um, you know, beholden to somebody else's demands or, or what they feel that they want to do with your content and your, your time and effort. Um, so what will you do to promote it? So I, I want to hear some, some things in the comments about what you, what you've all done to promote your shows. Um, you know, me, uh, I've done conferences and events where I've set up a booth and recorded from there, got a bunch of interviews while I was there. Generally, I would do like short form interviews. Like I kind of took my interview uh, form and just kind of like boiled it down to like two, three questions. So in like five, 10 minutes, get my answers, get out. Uh, I've done um, uh, lots of, you know, paid advertisements on Facebook. I've done uh, lots of SEO work to try to get my stuff to, to show up. And there's tons, you know, there's so many things that you can do, but I, I want you to think about like, okay, so you have this thing that you love to talk about, you know, who you're going to talk to it about, you have the equipment um, and you record them and it sounds great. You use the software to make it sound great. Now you're hosting it. And now what are people are going to just knock on the door and show up? I, you know, uh, or beat down the door, I should say. Let's see. Uh, my concern is not being able to pack up my stuff and leave a hosting site. If I choose to, what do I need to look for to protect myself? Uh, definitely look for like what, what's the out route, you know, um, making sure that you have backups of all your MP3 files. You know, I have uh, a very large folder with like all 380, well, I have more than 385 episodes, but all like, all the episodes are in a file, um, as MP3 files so that I could pack up and take, you know, I could take it to a, to a hosting service if I wanted to. Uh, I just haven't felt the need to, uh, in the five years that I've been self hosting the files myself through, through my web, uh, through my web hosting company, Dreamhost. Uh, those are called directories. They pull your podcast content via the RSS feed. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Um, so yeah, getting back to your question, Yvette, I, you know, I, I would look for like, yeah, what's, what's the easy out? Are you able to take your content? Are they, um, the 301, the 301 redirect is what you want them to be able to support you so that you can redirect your feed to somewhere else. Uh, I mean, you do have the option, like with Apple podcasts now, you can easily change your feed, uh, with, uh, uh, Spreaker. You can change where, you know, your feed where that's pointing to, or not, um, not speaker. What's the, uh, I can't even think of the name of it. Uh, um, wow. It's been so long since I've been on their site. <laughs> their site I can't even think of it. It's, it's the, uh, like the other S one stitcher, uh, stitcher, you know, that I think you can like redirect stitcher. I'm not sure how, e- how easy it is to like redirect Spotify. I just actually applied for Spotify yesterday or today. Actually today, uh, I finally decided to, to give it a try. Um, so yeah, so I, I'd be looking for things like that. How do I, how do I protect myself to get out? 
uh, you know, where's the exit? That's to me, that's the big thing. And also how they're going to use your content. Are they going to hurt? Like, are they doing something where they're potentially going to sell your content or inject ads into your content as part of the hosting? Like that's something that you have to think about that, you know, you don't know what ads are being added. Now with that said, like things are maybe a little more looser than they used to be. Thanks to like the advent of uh, YouTube and like, Hey, I watch YouTube and there's ads just at thrown in the beginning, the middles, the end. Um, and people are okay with that because they're getting paid. Uh, you definitely don't want to not be getting paid <laughs> at least some form of money if you're getting plays and they're they're collecting, you know, they're advertising revenue and you're getting nothing. Uh, especially if they're not doing anything in the way of hosting it, like you know, they're just a platform that is uh, taking advantage of your your content and you're getting nothing out of it. Um. So, yeah, so I mean, then what, uh, is there any ways that you guys have found promoting? I mean, I know people have like set up at bars, set up at, um, like hobby shops, uh, and, you know, and broadcast it from those, you know, those, those are ways to, to promote it. I think having live events, uh, and, you know, having a Facebook group to bring people in, having a, a Facebook page to get people to like and show that, like, the social proof, like, hey, somebody likes what I do and it exists in the world. Uh, let's see. Do you have to pay for your podcast on Stitcher or other places? No, you don't have to pay. No, you don't have to pay to put your podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple. None of that. Um, yeah, you just have to submit it. Uh, I use social media, including LinkedIn. I know, right? To promote highest. So yeah, LinkedIn is a great opportunity to promote things. Um, especially if you have like video to go along with it. Uh, I've had really good luck with people finding out about me because they're, they're searching for things like that. Uh, depending on what your platform is, Instagram could be really great because people actually use hashtags on Instagram, uh, unlike almost any other platform, probably. Uh, it's, it's the number one thing that I would be, uh, looking. I mean, Twitter, I'm sure uses hash, hashtags too, but to a lesser extent, unless it's like a, for like a major like TV network thing or an event that's going on or, or, or something to that effect. Uh, they do, yeah. So they do have to approve it. Uh, he's talking about Apple, Stitcher, uh, Spotify. They all have to approve your podcast to be on. Um, yep, definitely. I post on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Yeah. So I, you know, and I'd be looking, I'm all, you know, you're always looking to try to find like what's the, um, we like what's the hook to bring somebody into the podcast, right? Because they're not people aren't necessarily looking for that specific podcast. They're, they're they want to they find something they get hooked in. Like next thing they they know they're just they're they're getting sucked into it and constantly watching. Uh, Steven, so social media, Facebook, Instagram, my email list. Yeah, so if you have an email list already, that's awesome. That that means that people already know and trust you. Like it's a great opportunity to be sending them the content that you're producing uh to get your name in front of them i speak on other people's podcasts and market to schools and universities as resource info i would also add uh getting speaking engagements you know going and speaking at local events or not so local events that that would resonate with your uh with your topic uh which was not this year unfortunately but definitely next year yeah jody it's a shame but we'll we'll definitely i'm looking forward to meeting you next year 
Um, using hashtags on LinkedIn is awesome. If you trend on a hashtag, you get a ton of engagement, way more than the other social platforms. Yeah, I, I Sam, I, I, I mean, I haven't had that fortunate ability to, to trend on other uh, on LinkedIn for a specific hashtag yet, but I, I hope to at some point uh, to to get there. So I, I, you know, I just want you to give some really thought, like, how do you promote it? Like, what do you, what's the hooks that you're going to put out there that really are going to get people to like feel, feel something, right? You want, always want people to feel something. Uh, and, and it might be positive or negative, but if they are talking, then they are at least paying attention and having their attention is, is invaluable. Um, so yeah definitely sam definitely nailed it she always does uh for anyone who doesn't know i'm actually teaching a course uh with sam called elevate your podcast it's at mapcon uh the morning of mapcon on friday september 6th uh 9 a.m to 12 p.m includes like a a private lunch all before mapcon kicks off at one o'clock uh on friday uh which actually helps uh you know, is this is really like you can learn so much more. Like there's so much more than what I just know and what I just have said and, you know, learning from even the comments uh, that you guys have been so gracious to, to have. Um, so yeah, MapCon is 20, you know, MapCon 5. This is the fifth anniversary uh, event is being held in this crazy hotel that's just behind this, uh, this image here. Uh, it's in Atlantic City, September 6th and 7th. Uh, let's see. Yes. Uh, yes, Sam. I, I am very excited for the elevate your podcast, uh, uh, <laughs> course, uh, Sam is co-hosting it with me. It's going to be, it's going to be so much fun. We've had, I've done it two years in a row now. We've had such great response, uh, from the people that have attended, uh, you know, with the, um, with, with the course, uh, the first year was like a private course at my house. The second year it was at the hotel before the conference. And this year it's also at the hotel before the conference. So it's a great opportunity, uh, to, to learn more and to step up your podcasting game. Uh, and if you want to save 15% off a plus or premium ticket, uh, use offer code MAPCON5, uh, to get 15% off. And that pretty much wraps up uh the you know the whole thing here with the podcasting 101 so what uh is there any questions i could answer before i by before i sign off here and uh go rest my voice for a bit i'm looking forward to 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 see you there uh yvette and uh who said that jody yes well we we want to get you in atlantic city as well it's uh it's a it's a it's a very interesting city, I will say. I will say that. <laughs> any any other questions I can answer before we uh before we get off? I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing everybody. Uh it's about a, a month, well, actually less than a month from now, I guess. Uh so yeah, so we're we're gonna be down there. Uh do you have a virtual ticket? Yes, there is a virtual ticket. Uh you can get it off of the Middleland Podcast, uh, com. If you scroll to down to the bottom of the page where it says tickets, you can buy a virtual ticket. It's a hundred bucks. 
uh, and you can have access to every single talk. There's like 40 speakers that are going to be there. There's a lunch included on Saturday. There, you're it, with your plus or premium ticket, you're getting uh, a limited edition shirt that is only going to be available at that event. Uh, that one time through two, three, four threads, which is my uh, apparel company. And uh, there's free headshots. If you don't have a headshot, uh, Jeanette Pellegrini Photography, she will be in the house. She will be doing headshots uh, for everyone that's included with your uh, with your ticket. Um, what else? We're giving away audio an Audio-Technica package. Uh, four people will walk away with a microphone, and uh, uh, was it a microphone, a boom arm like the one I got, and headphones? Uh, and it's part of the Mid Atlantic Podcast Conference uh, Creative Podcast Competition Workshop thing that we do every year. It's always a lot of fun. You'll get you'll get team up with four other po- or three other podcasters, and you'll have about twenty five to thirty minutes to craft a podcast, record it, and get it emailed over to our judges. They will judge every single uh, podcast that's created, and then we will play the top three on Saturday. So this all happened on Friday. On Saturday, they the top three will be played. The winning podcast uh, team will, like I said, will each each person on the team will receive that podcasting uh, that that podcasting. Uh, pack from audio technica uh nice can we get the same deal if we are already registered um i which deal was that the the virtual ticket uh this you if you have a you get a plus ticket or a premium ticket you're automatically getting the um the virtual ticket i'm not sure if that's what you were talking about uh, I'm a newbie podcast, uh, with dreams, dreams of becoming a podcast producer. How do I even begin preparing? Well, the number one is getting on the mic and, and just constantly doing everything you can. You know, when I was getting started, um, all I wanted to do was like interview as many people as I could. I was interviewing people. Like if you go back to the, some of the, I mean, they're not even really, I guess they're available, um, from on my website, but some of the earliest episodes were like a lot of my friends and, um, you know, they're like, Oh, like, let's go hang out. And I'm like, yeah, let's go out and I'll bring my microphone and we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> and I like, we could take this story and I could spin it into, uh, an inspirational story through the questions and, and through getting you to, to inspire somebody else to go and do the thing that you're doing that you don't even think is that special, but it is. You just don't realize it too, cause you know, you're too close to it. Uh, remember on that first course, bacon. <laughs> small Mulvaney was cooking bacon yes scott did come to my house uh he, i think he slept over that day or the night before and he cooked bacon and like he went to the store and bought a bunch of like food and cooked it at my house uh for us all to eat at the uh at that first po- <laughs> elevate your podcast um course uh newbie podcaster typing too fast what a great idea forever friendships from that. Yeah. You know, one of the great things about having uh, a live event with people coming to the, is, is the interactions and the friendships that are built. Um, it, I mean, I, I love bringing people together and I love putting on events. Like that's why, I mean, I grew up around that in my family's business. So, uh, for me, it was like, Oh, you know, how, like w- once I got in the podcasting, it was like, Oh, you know, how do I bring a bunch of people together and, and just get to, you know, build a great network of friends that all love the thing that I love. And, and that's what we've been able to do, uh, with MapCon. 
year after year after year. Let's see. To clarify, what's the best way to learn the technical studio side of podcasting producing to be able to apply for podcast producer jobs? Wow. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I, I don't, I, I would say definitely get as much, ex, you know, as many episodes and hours recording under your belt. Um, but to get like a full-time job, I don't know. I, I feel like unless you have something that people can look at and be like, oh, that person did that thing that, you know, got really big, it might be really um, tough to convince somebody to say, hey, I'm going to give you like forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year or $100,000 a year, uh, you know, with the limited experience and no like degree or no formal training background in it. Um, I, I just feel like it would be really tough to convince somebody to, to like to do that. Um, but I, I think, you know, getting the hours, getting the reps, you know, like I said, interviewing yourself, uh, you know, interviewing other people, recording, you know, creating and recording your own episodes and getting a following. Um, cause a lot of, you know, a lot of it is about promotion and being able to get people hooked so that they come in and listen. So I, I think that you're, you know, I don't want to say it's, it's almost like you have to be part promoter on top of that, but you know, the way that the, um, the way that the broadcast media has gone, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they were like, yeah, no, cause I mean, you look at like book sales, right? And it's like, oh, you're, you're a person who, uh, wants to write a book. Cool. We would love to give you a book deal. And that book deal will basically be like a little bit of money for a very long, you know, long period of time that you'll have that little bit of money as an advance to get it done. Um, but in the meantime, like you still got a lot of other things going on and it's, yeah, it's they, and, and at the same time, they, once the book's done, like they expect you to be the promoter, <laughs> like, you know, if you don't have an audience and you don't have people, you know, in your email list and, and all that, like they not really gonna just be, you know, unless you were like somebody that everybody wants to, to be around, like, Oh, like I was, you know, a first lady or I was, a uh, what, you know, some sports figure or something like that, or I was already on TV by chance. Uh, and everybody wants to come to you, you know, all of a sudden everybody wants to come to you. Like th those are the types of things where it's like, they're going to be like, well, how are you going to promote this book or how are you going to promote this podcast? So I, I think a lot of it probably comes down to promotion. Uh, I'm not sure who just said that, uh, Kamari. Yeah. You gotta be a, you gotta be a promoter. Um, I would say exactly. Uh, it's like trying to learn the secret handshake show, but I'm game. Look out world. I, I applaud your, your, uh, ambition there. Yvette. I, I really do. I think that if you put enough effort into coming up with something that's, that's special enough, you, you might not necessarily need it. Um, you know, you might not need that, that job, that 40, 50, 60,000 year job because you've created an audience, uh, and you create a business around it, you know, but it's all about the business of promoting and constantly promoting and being known for the thing that you, you know, you, that you love, like, you know, talk in your case, talking about stories from the under 
I don't want to say underworld, but, but the, the, you know, the subway stories like those, that's something that, um, you know, if you can get people to like, they see you, they think of subways, they think of crazy stories, you know, that, and, and that to me, uh, could be really great. And especially if you make sure that you inject, and that's one of the things that, uh, I had to learn, uh, from a friend of mine. Well, no longer a friend of mine, but from someone I knew who was like, Hey Joe, you know, why do people like Ellen? It's not because she has all the, the, the stars on the show or the great stories. It's because Ellen's there. She's funny and all that stuff. Now, as it turns out, I, I've heard that she's not all that nice or, or accommodating. I'll say, uh, around, you know, when she's like recording her show and, and maybe somewhat understandably, but. I will say that I think that by having your personality injected uh, in and around being the glue that holds all these stories together, I think that that is what people bring people back because the story, the people that you have on are not there tomorrow, but you'll be there. And that's what you really want. Um, you really want people to resonate with. And, and that was something that I had to, Cause like originally I thought my show was all about my guests. It's like, Oh, I'm documenting their story. And we're, you know, we're, we're getting everything that we can uh, to make them feel uh, like, you know, their story is being preserved. And, and I did, used to do a ton of editing and, and try to make everything as, as special as possible, like a journal. And then I realized, you know, 75, a hundred episodes in like, no, no, no. Like I need to be, like it needs to be more about even though I'm having a guest on, it still needs to be about me because I'm the person that's going to be there next week. I'm the you know next episode is going to be me, not that person, and and that's really the thing that I think you need to to keep in mind when you're like, okay, it's a five minute episode, but how am I going to inject myself, my personality, and what's going to bring people back? Because the story might be great, the story might get picked up by some you know news outlet or something and get you like a quick burst of traffic and and people listening but that doesn't necessarily like if with with less of you in it is going to not bring as many people to the next episode and i think that was a big thing out of the gate i thought like oh if i had these people on my show they're going to share it with their people and then like two percent or three percent will stay around you know from the people that 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 they shared it to and came to me and as i learned i like that has very little that not very much a little 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 bit i mean you're talking like point like zero zero one percent of the people that was brought by somebody else stayed um and some of them had actually become fans so thank you uh great stuff joe thank you really looking forward to mapcon 5 i'm looking forward to seeing you and meeting you at mapcon (laughs) mapcon 5 steven uh yvette see you there steven you said it right the first time joe the nyc subway really is the underworld land of no escape it's literally dirty but it holds a special place of all in my rough new york city heart remember never ever stare at the tracks wow i well i didn't know that i i know i looked across and i saw like a whole family of rats (laughs) coming in and out of a track like a dumpster once but um yeah, I, I, it's again, not, not for me. I'm, I'm good. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I want, you know, I want you all to really just think about the, these things that we, we, uh, we talked about tonight. Let me run through them real quick here. Um, 
you know, what do you, what is it you want to talk about? What do you want to bring to the table? You know, don't worry about that. Somebody else has already done a show or there's a show like that. I mean, think about like how many Disney, I mean, I'm a Disney head. So think about how many Disney podcasts there are. And so many of them are different. They inject their personalities and they, they allow themselves to, to stand out and be different. Uh, let's see. Wish you all every success. It was, uh, Thank you, Jody. Thank you for joining us. Um, remember, who is your avatar? Who's the person you're trying to speak to specifically about that topic? It's not necessarily, you know, people that are like you might be hyper into a topic, but you, you don't necessarily know who that other the type of people that are going to uh, resonate with it and how you could once you figure out who that avatar is, you could start to just really dive in and get better at giving them uh, regular content that they want. I say regular. It should be stellar content. The, the most incredible, the hugest content you possibly, possibly could come up with. Uh, what, uh, what equipment should you be using? What software, uh, should you use? What kind of host do you want? And what rules do you, do you want? Uh, what will you do to promote it? What social media platform is right for you? Uh, what live events could you go to? What people can you be talking to? All that kind of stuff is, is things that you want to be learning and how can you learn more? Obviously coming to MapCon, getting yourself a ticket. Uh, if you get a premium ticket, you can come to the Elevate, your podcast course. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much for joining me tonight. I, I'm going to go probably go play some some games after I finish up writing a Facebook ad I need to finish. Uh, Thank you, Joe. Thanks, everyone. This was a blast. Uh, Yeah, it. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for joining us. uh, And I really am excited to see everybody. I think maybe I'll I'll put a few more of these together uh, a little a little deeper uh, stuff going going forward here it's been it's been a lot of fun i'm glad everybody decided to come out everybody have a great night i'm gonna go play some video games and enjoy my night